What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Lean and Mean Academy, where we talk about one truck, big profits. In today's video, you know, I've been in pressure washing for, I think, over five, almost six years now, okay? And which isn't, you know, two decades. It isn't 1985 Lane Yarbrough situation. Um, but it's long enough that I've been training guys since washathon 2019 so i've seen a lot of guys come through i've seen a lot of guys succeed and i've seen a lot of guys fail in this video i kind of want to distill a few things for you that you can understand on why guys fail why the guys that i've seen fail fail and why the guys that i've seen succeed why i believe they succeeded right each avatar of a group has their own traits they both have their uh, very, very much similarity. A lot of it's in their how they talk, right? I can tell right off the bat if a guy's going to win or lose based on how he's speaking. And, and sometimes, if I know, if I think he's going to lose or he's going to fail in his business, is based on whether or not he changes the way he speaks about his business and about his lead generation, about his sales. Um, but before we jump into that, the core four has a pressure washing event, a training event going on coming up very soon. Okay. This one is the dates will be in the description, in the comments, there'll be a link down there, but this is called WashCon live. The core four, Cody Yarbrough, Mike Vidan, Justin Rogers, and myself, we got a two day training. The second day is VIP. We're going to dive into your business and get real granular, go into each and every one of your businesses for the VIP guys. The first day, is an hands-on pressure washing training for automation, marketing, social media marketing, content strategy with me and SEO, um, OSHA regulations, mitigation, safety, how to stay compliant, and obviously how to run a truck. We're going to do some hands-on cleaning as well and uh, how to how to apply the chemicals. Cody Arbor is going to go in-depth on a lot of that stuff. This is an, a, a packed weekend that we're going to have down at Soft Wash, uh, excuse me, Southeast Softwash HQ, and I want to invite you to get your ticket. They're going very fast, and by the time this event comes, they're going to be all gone. Last year, 2022, it sold out at the Standard in Nashville, and Cody and I have been doing events for a good long while, and they all sell out. So go ahead and grab your tickets. I look forward to seeing you guys there. So let's talk a little bit about why guys fail, all right? And before we jump into that, let's talk about why guys succeed. What are those traits that equal success? And, and almost like when they when I speak to a guy and he speaks to me in a certain way, I know, yep, he gets it. Like he's going to do it. And a lot of these guys, the first thing they have is a can-do attitude. There's really no retreat in their voice. And I love this about them because it reminds me of – me in 2017 when my back was up against the wall living in my van $500 to my name at that point in time right it was a very dark time for me some of you guys may have been there or you're there right now I will tell you that it gets better as long as you go to work but that can do attitude in these successful guys is just that they're going to figure it out. They're going to write the check. They have the courage to make things happen. And it doesn't really matter whether it's raining, sleeting, snowing, uh, whether the government falls apart. It just doesn't matter. Like they just do not care. They're a little, um, how do I say this? Aloof 
to it in a way. They're almost uh, success delusional. It's it's really powerful. A lot of people want to think of delusion as a negative trait, and in some cases it can be. I guess if you are uh, you think you can bench. I had a guy in high school. He thought he could bench 450 pounds, and he never could bench it. His guy was like giant. He was a giant guy. He couldn't perform on the football field, but he would swear to you that this past weekend he benched 450 pounds. Everyone knew this guy was delusional. Okay. He, it was not happening because we already knew that he, we've never seen him do it. No one had ever seen him do it. He's basically like an equipment manager for the team. It was just a, a weird case of delusion. I'd never seen that. But what I mean by like positive delusion is guys just do not understand and they don't even pay attention to how hard what they're doing is going to be. They don't ever, it doesn't ever register to them the difficulty. And that is almost a superpower. Like they can't see how uh, awesome what they're doing is and they can't see the difficulty in it. They're just like, I'm just going to do it. And that's that. And that is like a, where most people who I grew up with would ask, well, how are you going to do it? The how never mattered. The how never mattered. It was always the what. What are we doing? What are you going to do? Not what you're going to talk about doing. Not what you're going to write down on your goal sheet, which is important. Not what you're going to research doing. Not what you're going to watch YouTubes on about doing. It's what are you actually doing? And how I get down to that, like brass tacks is... Are they going to call customers, right? Because that's where the sale is made, face-to-face, belly-to-belly, right, with the customer. Are they going to call them and sell them and get them to sign on the line, which is dotted? These guys, that is a major success trait. And all of them have different flares. Mike Terman, ex-Marine, like he is just, (laughs) he is coming in guns blazing going to take over there he's crushing new jersey gonna do massive massive money this year came to washathon the original wasn't even washcon at that point it was washathon and um this guy has crushed it the last four years this is how mike operates he's just like nah i'm just gonna take over and you're like well how mike's like don't ask how i'm just gonna do it guys like you know starkey starkey is one of those guys who's a lot more calculated he's a lot more uh He's he's much more of a numbers guy, right? He's going to know his numbers. He's much more uh, subtle, much more tactful about how he's going to take over that area of of Oklahoma, right? He's he's very interested in and this is guys that have been with us since they started their business. Okay? These are guys who took the local domination course when it first came out in like 2020. They took it. They came to an event. They were like digging into all the knowledge. It didn't matter. Like they were the first buyers of our courses. And that's probably another trait too. Like I see guys who um, are unwilling to purchase knowledge. Like they don't even understand that I purchase knowledge every single day. They're just unwilling to purchase it. Like they think a college degree is fine, right? Somebody's going to college and paying eighty to $100,000 for a degree and going all in debt to go make 50000 a year. Oh, that's fine. But when it comes to spending $300 or $400 on a course or, uh, you know, p- buying a ticket and, and uh, airfare to come to an event, not going to happen. They can't can't fathom it. These guys who I'm talking about, Terman, Starkey, Terman's coming again to Wash Con. He came four years ago. Mike Terman is one of those guys that some people would say, well, Mike doesn't even need the training. 
it's not about needing the training. It's about being a student of success. That's what it is. It, it is a it is a mindset. It's almost like a, a bloodline. It's a thinking. It's a way of thinking that you have to be able to tap into. You're constantly reading. You're constantly researching. You're constantly trying to figure it out. That's what successful guys in this industry do. And really, frankly, any industry. Let's talk about the guys who are unsuccessful. The failures, if you will. And they're not failures as people. Um, but they have failure type traits that they will be failures of people as people if they don't eradicate those traits from their way of thinking. The one time thing is they the first part is excuses. Can't can't get jobs. People aren't buying at the price. You know, everybody wants to lowball me. It's just like, come on, bro. Get out of here. Get out of here with that. Everybody doesn't. You just have no confidence. You have no confidence and you're not closing the sale. You're giving them a way out. You're asking them if you can call them later after you did a walk around of the house in person. You want to call me if you want to do it? No, 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 no. You need to ask for the sale. These guys won't do that. They won't ask for the sale and they won't ask for the sale at a higher ticket price. They won't ask for the sale at a price that makes them uncomfortable. Personally, this has got to be too much for this service. It's not too much for the service. It's too much for your lack of self-esteem. That's all it is. Okay. So this is the beginning of what failure looks like really in any industry, but I've seen it in pressure washing firsthand. Excuses are made. They do not have a can-do attitude. It's a, how do I get out of doing the hard thing attitude? How do I skirt it? How do I automate human touch out of my system early on? You're not that big yet. You don't have a business full of 10,000 leads who you can just send an email out and book up the next two weeks just out of attrition alone, right? You don't have that yet. So you have to be the belly to belly guy early on, unwilling to do that, unwilling to make cold calls. These are the guys who are, uh, they're willing to invest in like an audible membership or listen to podcasts because podcasting is free. And they'll buy like a little audible, but they listen to it at like one and a half times, like speed. And they're like thinking they're doing research and they're thinking that they're actually, but they're not making any cold calls. See, when you're, before your marketing takes off, <laughs> there are no leads. You get to create it. Okay. And the part of the failure type individual is that he has bought into the hierarchy of school. Okay, this has been bred into you. Can't you believe that? Can't you see that grades 1 through 12 created a hierarchy where the seniors have hierarchy over the first graders? They must know more. Got to know more. Of course, they know more what's in those books. They know more of something that's just not applicable to sales and life. They know marine biology. Okay, and none of them are going to be a marine biologist except like one half of 1%, maybe. And not in, if you're in Nebraska, okay? So they know a lot of stuff that doesn't make any money. That's a big problem. The second thing these guys have is they won't invest, will not invest in any training. And if they do, they're terrified the whole time they're going to lose money. It's like... 
if they knew how much I spent on masterminds and training every year, like I'm trying to get rid of money because I've seen the magic and what it creates. I'm trying to find a place where I can spend $10,000, $20,000 and go meet with someone who has 10 million in the bank, 20 million in the bank. Because I already know not just what I'm going to learn at that event, but being around the other people who signed up for that. You know, it's kind of like a fraternity, like the guys in a fraternity are bound by the ritual that got them in, whether that's in blood, whatever that may be, they're bound by that spitting on your hand and giving each other a high five doesn't matter. There needs to be some type of sacrifice. And when you're at an event where everyone has sacrificed going to, uh, you know, spend the money, whether it's a thousand or 10,000 or $20,000, Everyone there at that event now is bound in blood. They all know that you shed blood, you shed blood. Everyone here has sacrificed to be here. So we are one in the same. We are birds of a feather. Do you realize they are now your best friends? They're willing to give you their phone number immediately. And these are guys doing more money than you. (laughs) This is a cheat code. Guys, like the unsuccessful won't do that. They're not going to do it. And so I want to ask you, like, when are you going to do it? When are you going to go against the propaganda of your childhood to keep you in the hierarchy, to keep you going to college, going to school, to go make $50,000, oh, 60, oh, 80,000. Cool, man. Eggs are $11 a dozen. 80,000 don't go where it used to go. All right. Are you going to break that consciously? Are you going to say no more? That's what you have to do. You have to say, I am not buying in to this old way of thinking, the way of thinking of my childhood, maybe of your parents, your aunts, your uncles, whoever, your brother, your sister. Maybe you're the kid whose brother is like a doctor and he's like the golden child of the family and you're not that guy. And you're over here working small jobs and your parents never gave you the attentiveness because they were giving it all to your brother or your sister who was the golden child. Well, let me tell you, if you're going to be a black sheep, be a rich one. All right. If you're going to be a black sheep, be filthy. And I'm not telling you that pressure washing is going to make you filthy, but I will tell you the skills that you learn and you master in pressure washing, marketing, sales, all of these things that we teach constantly in the inner circle that we're going to be running through at WashCon. They will make you rich. That is no question. If you are a student of the game. Another thing, let's see, what is another thing that I see that the failures have in common? I think the, I'll call it the, they're just ready to bail like immediately. They have no stick to as Theodore Roosevelt would have said, they're not, what is it? Stick, is that Churchill? Theodore Roosevelt. One of the two. I like both those guys. Um, they have no stick in their bones, ready to pull the rip cord and jump immediately. Like if you're going to be successful in this business, you're going to have to stick in the hard times. A lot of times for winter, winter is the toughest time for guys in this business because it freezes over. Can't spray frozen water. Okay. 
So you got to stick through the winter. You got to put be smart with your money. Put your money away. Figure out a way to do commercial jobs in the wintertime. Figure out a way to heat your water. Figure out a way to keep your stuff from freezing. Right? You got to be resourceful and have an element of stick to it. It's like a dog. It's like a honey badger, bro. You don't give a shit. I'm going in here and I'm going to raid this honeybee nest of all its honey. If I'm a badger, bro, like y'all sting, send your best bees. Okay? Send them. I'm raiding the whole joint. I'm taking every last drop of honey. I don't give a shit. That's how you have to be. Like a damn honey badger. You have to just be willing to get stung every single day. And if you don't think you have it, I'm not saying you need to have that trait right now. I'm just saying you need to be willing to maybe put a little seed in your brain and say, I might could and let the seed grow. The seed will grow into maybe I could. The seed will grow into I think I can. And maybe a year from now, the seed is like, damn right I do. You need to just let me get in your mind and plant the seed of maybe I can. Then you apply study. Then you apply the action. A year from now, you're looking like some of these guys that I talk about. Two years, three years. You know, Mike's in like his fourth year, fifth year, something like that. Crushing. Crushing the game. I'm not going to tell you his finances, but it's high six figures. Very high six figures in his business. And we know the margins on that. It's great. So the big thing that you have to factor in on what the difference of success and failure, it's very clear. But if you're surrounded by broke people, you're never going to be able to tell the difference because you're in the fishbowl. You're in the fishbowl with other little broke fish. And they're going to tell you what you need to hear to stay broke. You have to consciously break the cycle. And what I found that breaks the cycle for me is calling my own bluff on writing the check. I had an investment opportunity. Uh, what is it? Last year. I had a good friend call me. Say, hey, man, do you want to be a part of this? I said, say no more. The biggest check I ever wrote. Doesn't matter, though. I Look, part of it was me wanting to be a part, of course. Of course, because I felt like I could add massive value. The second piece of it was I have to challenge my own thinking. All right? I have to challenge my own thinking, my own broke Alabama podunk thinking. No one I've ever known wrote a check that big. I have to break that. And this is, is a way of working from the negative. You guys who are leaning on quitting right now, y'all are kind of in that zone of thinking about you're going to quit. Like, work from the negative. What do I mean by that? Ask yourself if all of your family or any of these people who you grew up with would write that check. And you just fill in the blank of whatever check that is for you right now. Would they get a footbridge site at $199 a month? Probably not. They'd be like, nah, we can Wix site it. Nah, we can free Google site it, right? No, we can GoDaddy it, okay? If you know that your family and your friends and the people that you're all around right now would try to find a way out, you go against that every single time. You say, nope, I'm going to write the check. Here it is. You call your own bluff. And then what happens is calling your own bluff at $199 a month. It starts to level up. 
And then it's calling your own bluff at a $5,000 purchase. Calling your own bluff at $15,000 purchase. Because you say, would my family do that? Nope. Would my friends back home, the people who are around me right now at my broke-ass job, would they do that? No. Write the check. You just work from the negative. You just say, what would they do? They wouldn't do this. I'm going to do it. And you will find that you dig yourself out. You will also find, as I would call, a healthy resentment for that mentality. You'll go to family events, but you won't mingle. You'll listen, but you won't absorb. You'll hear them, but it won't impress upon you their broke mentality. And you can love them from a distance. You can see them instead of every week. You can see them once a month. Instead of once a month, you can see them every quarter. And instead of once a quarter, you can see them semi-annually. And you need to figure out who that is in your realm. Okay? Some people you're only spending once a quarter with, you need to spend once a month with. And some people you're only spending once a month with, you need to start spending once a week with at lunch. And you need to start buying their lunch for them because of what it's doing to your mind. So I hope you enjoyed this video about the successful and the failures that I've seen in my tenure, if you will, of pressure washing and training guys and seeing it firsthand. It's in my DMs all the time. I'm able to watch these guys kind of grow. It's a blessing. It truly is. It's one of my favorite things in my life is watching guys change their life and seeing who they are three years, four years down the line. And I remember them just coming into the game, bright eyed and bushy tailed and maybe a little like you are right now in your situation, surrounded by broke people. They have figured out a way to weed those out, love their family from a distance if they need to, right? Or just put up blinders and not listen to anything. It's, one of the funnest things that I get to experience. And so maybe you'll get something from this video. I hope I'll see you at WashCon Live with the Core 4. I'm going to be bringing it. It's going to be a long day. That first day is going to be super long. It's going to be like a 12-hour day <laughs> at Softwasher, uh, Southeast Softwash HQ. Go ahead and like this video if you dig it. Subscribe. Hit that bell for notifications. And uh, I hope you will... Press some of this upon your mind, maybe take some of these nuggets and change your situation. I want to see you guys succeed. That's the favorite. That's my favorite thing to watch. So I'll see you guys in the next video.